everybody. Welcome back to Smash and Grab Comics. I am JP, as always. I'm here with... This is Tyler. Tyler. We're here to do an awesome show tonight. Yes, absolutely. Um, it's going to be a little different tonight. Um, I know we usually don't hit things that are um, Marvel or DC, but... Yes. Um, but we, we felt tonight would be a good one because it was a slow week in indie books. A couple good ones, but nothing super out of this world. Uh, some issue number two for uh, Death of Love came out this week. Issue number two of Spider King came out this week. And they were both fantastic. And, Loved them uh, both, yeah. Yep, they were both good. So that's kind of our quick, you know, comic part. You know, at least of what we actually covered. And, and I brought it up because I just bought... Um Justice League. Yes. So then I'm like, well, let's review that. That just came out pretty recently, and it was, um, and it was, and, and I think it's, meh. I think it's worth um, taking it apart. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's because fun. I think the same. But yeah. my wife and kids loved it. Of course. Yep. Uh, and, th- and it's kind of a movie that's meant for people who are not into comics at all. Right. It's very much um, geared towards fast action, quippy lines. Um, and you can tell the way it's been like recut. I mean, we're going to dive into it tonight, though. Uh, so, yeah, if you enjoy our regular podcast, we're taking a little bit of a break from the regular uh, things that we cover. And we're going to review Justice League, yep. the film. Yep. I, can you call it a film? I don't know. I see, I call, <laughs> I call it I call it a parody, maybe. Uh, I don't know. If it's celluloid. Uh, I think it's a waste of digital I'm just, space. I, it's a... Hey, all right, all right. I'm being felt, harsh. I'm being harsh. It wasn't... It wasn't terrible. I went to see it with a buddy, and I'm happy. I'm the only thing I can say, like, with my feelings, is I was happy I didn't pay for my ticket. Yeah, I was. Ha- I was like, it was okay. I, you know, for me, it was like just a notch above 1966 Batman. Really? Uh, that bad, huh? Well, it's just. First Not of saying all, 1966 Batman is bad. It's just it's dated. It's a product of its time. Yeah, but you know, this was so. You're not supposed to see Batman during the day. And there's a reason because the costume doesn't hold up, you yeah. know. I mean, in the daylight when they're when they're all surrounded um, around Clark's um, statue that they made for him, yeah. you know, when he comes back to life, right? Um, Batman's just standing there in this big heavy costume, and it, and it just looks it kinda, looks weird. In it the looks daytime. just weird. Yeah. Well, and uh, <clears throat> I think the big problem with um, just DC in general is they've started with Zack Snyder mm-hmm. and Zack Snyder has built this world that's a future world that no one has like been told about there's yeah. no preface or uh, uh, dialogue that says this is no longer the Batman we knew he's no longer the hero that we knew right. he's a shadow of himself and he's a lot more violent you know what I mean yep it's it's done that in the Batman vs. Superman movie, it's a very violent tone and they tried to do like Dark Knight Returns mm-hmm. and Death of Superman all in one movie which Terrible, abysmal, awful. Mm-hmm. But uh, but Zack Snyder's built this dark world, and there's no like explanation for it. There's no exposition to see where Batman got to that point or why he got to that point. Yeah, and you you as the audience viewer are supposed to just put that together, and it's a it's a bad idea. I don't I don't know. I think they're just assuming that most moviegoers at least know the general. But that's not fair. Topics of Batman's past. So you don't need to deal with that. They've done that story before. That's not fair. To audience, it's not fair. To the actors, it's not fair. To uh, Warner Brothers, it's not fair. To DC. Um, Well, I I agree with you. I'm just just playing devil's advocate. Absolutely. where, Where I can see where they didn't. But I just... Oh, man. We could have used it. Because here's the thing. In... Um, DC continuity, comic book continuity, 
Barry Allen and Bruce Wayne are not that different in age. Right. But in this movie, Barry's real young, and Bruce is at the end of his career. Yeah. So... And there's nods to it in the Justice League. There's, like... I like how Joss... You can tell in Justice League where the reshoots came in, and Joss Whedon was trying to inflict... Or in uh, get some inflection on on his past and how he's he's grizzled and he's been through this too much and he's kind of the elder statesman where he's like man I, I don't know how long I can keep putting on the cape and cowl you know yep. what I mean um, but yeah I mean there's moments of that and the, unfortunately it's really really choppy and you can tell like you can absolutely tell where Joss Whedon was like snip I'm gonna put this in instead because yeah. it's green screen heavy the actors very, aren't in costume very much green screen heavy they're in just regular attire you most know, street attire sometimes especially uh, gal gadot and ben affleck they're in like yeah general just streetwear yep and those and were the, total reshoots you know what i mean yeah and well you know the only one that's not usually in their that is usually in their uniform is is diana yeah where she she's a couple scenes she's you know got regular clothes on but her hair is pulled back tight so you yeah. know it's like i'm i'm civilian diana now <laughs> so i just came from an h&m sale yeah, uh, but um, and sometimes you saw Aquaman on. I can't even say that with a straight face. Aquaman, God. More like Aqua Bro. Yeah, because that was another thing. The way they decided to go with that character, like he was very broy surfer dude. Yeah, and it was just dumb. See you guys later. I'm gonna head back to the sea where I got a pack of natty ice waiting for me. Yep, we're gonna watch some Netflix and chill. Yeah, <laughs> he talked like that too, my man. Like, no, come on, dude. That you're fucked king, the crap out of me. You're here. king of the fucking sea. Yep. You're king of the ocean. That's not a king. No. A king wouldn't say things like that. I didn't buy the the Aquaman in this movie, Jason Momoa. I don't think that's a problem on Jason Momoa's end. No. It's a filmmaking thing. It's Zack Snyder's fault. The way they the way that they wanted the character to be, it they're, was just They're, they're trying to make it edgy. Yeah, because Aquaman sucks. I mean, that's a, <laughs> they had to because like, what else is he good for? They don't really. Yeah, they tried to make him edgy, and then the, um, it just fell flat for me. But then again, uh, looking at it at a perspective of I'm not the target audience of that because yeah. you know I'm you know I'm not into shirtless Jason Momoa. I appreciate his physique, but yeah, uh, yeah. I'm not the target audience for that. That's for that's for the ladies. Yep. So, uh, yeah, I think that was a big misfire in the film was Jason Momoa, and again, it's not a fault of Jason Momoa. He was asked to do stupid stuff. Right. And he delivered. You know, it's just... And I don't have a problem with him either. You know, I think Jason Momoa is good. But uh, I think you take Jason Momoa out, insert any other actor into that role, yep. could have delivered the same job. Same thing. Yep. Pop anybody else in there. For same. that role, yeah. Same. God, they could have used Nick Cage. He would have He would have oh, done that God, voice no. better. Please, no. <laughs> All right, dude. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> that um, would be... T- that would, now, that would be a dumpster fire. Uh, okay, so... What do you think of the plot? Okay, this this uh, I can fix it. You can fix it, but what do you think of it as is? Not good. Okay, Not so. Great. I, uh, it's yeah. Even calling it good is 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 a stretch. I, yeah. It's it's poor. Yeah. It's very poor, because it's so just. It quick, felt it fast. Fe- yeah. It too much. felt like a little bit, and it looked like too, a Mighty Morphin Power Ranger episode. Uh, yeah, at times I was just like, "Oh my god!" Right, and then one of my biggest things is you killed Superman off way too quick. Mm-hmm. Because if you're just gonna bring him back in this film, spoiler alert, you guys have already seen it by now. If anybody has had any interest in the film, yeah. you've already seen it. But you kill him off in Batman Superman, you bring him back in the next movie he's in. What's the point? Why even kill him? 
Right. There's no gravity to that. There's no, you know what I mean? There's there's no emotional impact to no. killing him or bringing him back. No, but there is, you know, killing him in one movie will boost sales for the next one because people want to see what happens. <sighs> nah, I, I don't think it worked, you know. <laughs> um, but yeah, in terms of the plot as is, not good. No, I could... First of all, I know who these um, adversaries are, right? This yeah. this guy. But casual viewer, Steppenwolf. like they're gonna be like, who? They'd be like, hey, who is that? It's not the Joker. Yeah. Um, it's not Lex Luthor. It's not Doomsday. You know. And his CG was real bad. Like, uh-huh. I, I guess. I'm glad you said that because I was thinking the same thing. Going, this is not gonna his, work for me. I think his CG was good if you just made the whole movie in that CG. But when he's on screen with live actors, it's really bad. Mm-hmm. And it's just... And um, I think the biggest problem with the film is Batman is reduced to crowd control. Because it's a god complex in the film. Yeah, pretty Cause, much. Because if Batman stood in front of Steppenwolf and was like, let's go. Yep. He would just be like, doink. You know what I mean? And You're dead. dead. You know what I yep. mean? So Batman was reduced to crowd control and dealing with the bugs. You know, yep. the, the Him and Barry, demons. Barry had to deal with that too. Yeah. So he was just reduced. So the movie had, unfortunately, a god complex. When you when you stick a character that's so fucking powerful yeah. in the film, yeah. you just, you give a couple heroes absolutely nothing to do. Yeah. And Batman, unfortunately, had nothing to do in the film. The only thing he did was bring them together, and that's it. He did buy the bank so that Clark and his mom could have the house back. Oh, Clark's great. mom. Fantastic. He did do you that. You could have done that without even him being in the movie. I know. <clears throat> could have just said all it. Bruce Wayne bought our house for us. All that could have happened was a letter would come in the mail with Wayne Enterprises on it. And then, yep. and then uh, Clark's mom would open it and go, Bruce Wayne just bought our house. Yeah. And you know what I mean? Like, yeah. And here's the title. You yep. know what I mean? You could have done that. Batman's not even the movie, and that's your <laughs> nod. Like, oh shit, that's cool. Yeah. Um, I think I think it would have played off better as a Superman Wonder Woman movie. Yeah. Um, they were really the focal point of everything. Little comedy relief with Barry, right? I didn't mind it. He wasn't. He's not my Flash, you know. No. Um, uh, I thought the way that I I liked the way the actor looked for Barry Allen. I liked that look. I hated the costume though with the costume bike. was rough. The bicycle helmet. Yeah, and then like all the wiring on it. It yep. looked like it was cobbled together. Yeah. And I, I know it was supposed to be like that, like he made it in a shop. Yep. But at some point wouldn't Bruce just be like, Let's get rid of that shitty. Let one me help let me, you let me, make this right. You know what I mean? I got a whole R and D division. Let's get you something. You know what I mean? Yep. You should have upgraded that suit and that would have been a cool moment where Bruce gives Barry yeah. a brand new suit. Yeah. And it just um and I didn't like the way that the actor played Barry. You know what I mean? I didn't mean? mind it. it. It was almost too jokey. I know Barry is always yeah. trying to make jokes and stuff, but this was... But I think that was a little bit more Joss Whedon coming in, too, though. Because yeah. uh, you know Zack Snyder makes heavy films. Mm-hmm. Like, n- not a lot of not a lot of moments of relief in terms of comedy and yep. and light, lightness. Yep. But I think that was just the unfortunate thing that happened where Zack Snyder had to step down because he had that personal tragedy yep. and then Joss Whedon came in and he was just Cleaned kind up. of yeah. try, he tried to clean it up the best he could yep. and he's like I gotta bring some life into this so I think I think that's un- just the unfortunate circumstances that they came through and Joss trying to clean it up I think what we got is a combination of as far as tone of the movie a combination of Tim Burton's Batman versus Joel Schumacher's Batman Forever <laughs> 
Do you know what I mean? I, I think it's somewhere in there between a little bit of grit and a whole lot of shit. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. And, I mean, there's some moments of fun. I, you know what I mean? Like, at the end of the movie, when it was over, I, I was, like, leaving the theater, and I was like, you know, I would like to see those heroes together in another film. Would you? Just, just a better film. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and I think the biggest misstep with the bad guy, Steppenwolf. Yeah. Take him out completely. Agreed. Take him out. Run with your story of crime is starting to run rampant. Superman is gone. Batman is no longer the protector of Gotham he used to be. Diana tries to step in and, like, help, but she right. can only do so much. Barry's still in hiding. You know, he, is, he doesn't understand these powers yet. And then what you do is you get Bruce Wayne, get yep. them all together. Yep. Cyborg, all that. Sure, go ahead. And they want to bring back Superman to Champion of the Earth. Yep. So they bring him back. And then in the movie, he has that point where he has no idea who he is. So he goes off on the Justice League, yep. which is actually a cool scene. I liked that. I thought but, that scene was fun. But then there was no recall later when he was not. You know, the only difference was by the time they landed on the farm, him and Lois, he was kind of over that. And he was like back to himself. But then he didn't go back and, and say, guys, I did not. That wasn't me, you know, and well, especially I, to Bruce. I mean, he beat the shit out of him. Yeah, one of my favorite lines is actually that part where Superman says to him, "Do you bleed?" Because it was from the Batman Superman. He said that to him. But that's the villain. Keep Superman your villain for the whole film. Yeah. And then at the end of the movie, you know, his motive is now Kryptonian. I'm gonna do what General Zod was going to do. I'm gonna repurpose Earth as a new Krypton. Yes. So you keep Superman the bad guy in this movie. Get rid of Steppenwolf. He gets the cut, the cut, the uh, te- the um, mother box, yeah, and he starts to terraform, you know, Earth into another Krypton, just like General Zod was trying to do. Right. So he's doing what a Kryptonian would. Yep. And then, then at the end, then you bring in the Lois Lane, and you try and get uh, Clark Kent back. You know, you, then you get after big battles with him. You know what I mean? It should have been. This should have been. That should have been your. This villain. should have been Batman versus Superman. Yes. Because that that plot would work, and Bruce has to. And okay. that's a good plot, right? Yeah, and I got to figure this out. Because uh, to me, the Batman versus Superman movie should have just been Batman. Um, a, not get even rid a, of, get rid of Superman entirely. Not even a full background uh, movie, but but no, but, but some mean, kind of nod to why he's there, and it could have even been real quick. Yeah. Maybe showed a few excerpts from his early days, and then go twenty years later. Well, and that's what I'm saying. Like you should have pre- uh, prefaced the film with a scroll or you know how some have like flat like a, a paragraph and then it flashes or it fades out and then another paragraph comes in you know usually like time period yeah. pieces you know like gladiator you know films like that they've yep. got a, a nice little like excerpt that says this is the year yep. this is what's happening in the world this is what we say then, about comic boom. books too you know yeah yeah absolutely. they need to have all this stuff absolutely just a little exposition yep. get your audience viewer ready for this get them in the mindset Yep. You know, put them, don't let them try and figure it out. And I know some people will say, well, that's not the artistic expression. You know, people should just, you know, take it face value. No, because your general audience viewer is just your Joe Schmo schmuck who wants to go and have fun at the movies. But if you want them to get your film and right. be involved in it, set them in the mind, the, you know, the mindset. A hypnotist doesn't just walk up to somebody and go, you're asleep. No. You want to have sex with this chair? Yeah. No. They have to 
get get their, them in the spot, yeah. get them into the spot where they're ready to be hypnotized. Yeah. And the same thing happens with filmmakers, com- uh, comic writers. You know, all this media mediums that we talk about. You have to get your reader set into the mindset of I'm going to watch a certain type of film. Yeah. You have to get them ready. Am I going to watch comedy? Am I going to watch drama? Am I going to watch whatever? You know what I mean? Yeah. You have to be ready for it. Yeah. Because as an audience member, especially in Justice League, you're so confused. <laughs> I, you know, so confused. Even me, I'm just going, Steppenwolf, he's not a very, um, you know, right off the top character. I'm like, uh, no, you'd have to, you'd have to Wikipedia that one. I know. So that's why I'm going, why did they use him? I think it's just because he was in some way, shape, or form tied to this mother box in the comics. I don't know because I don't know Steppenwolf. What makes me mad about it is, though, that these mother boxes, Crips, they did that in, in the um, Marvel, in the Avengers. You know, and that, that same that same cube. Tesseract. That, yep, the, cube, that cosmic cube. Yep, that Loki wanted so bad, right? And that's the big problem right now is because uh, between DC and Marvel in terms of films is if you look back in history, though, Marvel's been copying DC for years. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, uh, Darkseid was out first before Thanos. Uh, yeah. Uh, um, I Death- thought this was going to be Darkseid in this movie. Right. Deathstroke was out before Deadpool. Oh, Death- you know what I mean? Deathstroke is in the next movie. Did you right. Did you see those scenes at the end? Yeah. Okay. Well, we'll see if they get that far. But, I mean, DC in the comic industry has always hit things first, and Marvel has always just been copying. And yeah. then now, it's, so, it's totally backwards, because now Marvel's doing it first on a big billion dollar scale yep. and now fans who go see the Marvel films and then go see the DC films are saying exactly what you just said yeah. well they just did that in the Marvel movie yeah. it's just like, but Marvel did it better too absolutely they totally see, did here's the thing Marvel had a long setup. I mean to Ten me years. to me it could have been maybe a little too long <laughs> I mean we, did we need three Iron Man standalone Iron no. Man movies no that's what I'm saying Okay, but so they made good money did we need do we need three Thor movies now uh, you can skip two Right, you could sk- <laughs> one is okay. I haven't seen three, so I don't know. Uh, Ragnarok. I'm 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 gonna put this out there right now. In terms of entertainment value, I don't think it gets any better than Thor Ragnarok. Okay, it is one of the most superbly entertaining films I've ever watched. Really, just fun and like actiony, superheroy. Need to be heavy when it's heavy. Need to be light when it's light. And it's just it flows so well. I watched it like four times. It is my, probably. My favorite Marvel movie right now, just because of entertainment value. So, and you know, there's what two, three Captain America movies, and Winter Soldier is the best one. Yeah, I so, still think Winter Soldier is the best film, Marvel film. Yeah, and then Thor Ragnarok is just the most entertaining. Yeah. So I get, my point is that we have a lot of character building with we have Marvel. Tons of world building. And yeah. It all works together yeah it's all it's all cohesive and then so then you've got a couple team movies now we've got the avengers um movies and now they're going into infinity infinity war War. um so they're doing another movie that uh brings them together 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 together. (laughs) um uh, whereas dc they made the superman movie batman versus superman wonder woman and now this Right? And Wonder Woman is the only one that's like actually really watchable. That's the only one that's good. Yeah. Well, Superman wasn't bad. It's not bad, but it ain't good. It's very meh. Yeah. It's just. But not it's Superman. it's a step higher than this, though. It's just not. It's just not like I don't understand, you know, how Marvel can make a fucking talking tree who says one fucking thing. They can make him cool. 
Yeah. And, and DC can't make Batman and Superman two of the best characters ever. Yep. You can't make them cool. You can't make them cool. I think it's hard to make Superman cool. He's, I don't I, think I, it I, is. I, I've always seen I him think as it's just kind of dumb. I think it's easy. Yeah. Uh, the the best Superman storyline is actually comes from a video game. It's the Injustice video game. Uh, I know you're not I a huge played gamer. It. I yeah. haven't played it. Well, it's the guys who made Mortal Kombat. Yep. So awesome. And they made a fighting game called Injustice. Yep. And it deals with a storyline where the Joker has poisoned S- Superman. Yeah. And he's taking hallucin- hallucinogenic drugs. Yeah. And he's uh, viewing Doomsday as uh, okay. Lois Lane. Or, uh, excuse me, he's, he's viewing Lois Lane as Doomsday. Whoa. So the Joker makes superman kill lois lane because he thinks that it's doomsday wow and he, he that's dark he rips her apart that is dark so then the joker's in jail holy shit and batman's there and he's like why you know why'd you do this and then all of a sudden superman busts through the wall and just rams his hand straight through him kills oh. him and then in the storyline superman's done with it i he's like i ain't the savior anymore i'm the god Everyone bows to me. That's awesome. And then it it uh, creates a time shift or a time a time warp or right, you know right, right. dual realities. So uh, in one world, Superman has given up on being the hope of the world and is now the supreme emperor and ruler, the god he's always meant to be. So the goodest good guy became the baddest bad guy, and then it's a it's a colliding of worlds. So Superman from future time and Superman from or excuse me. Batman from Future Time calls back to Batman from the past in this other time, and they work together. So they, he brings Superman from the past to fight Superman from the future, and it's so what it's pla- bad versus good. What platform is that on? All, all of them, all yeah. of them. Just uh, I would recommend just going to YouTube and watching. Just do Injustice all cutscenes. Okay. Because if you cut that, if you would just watch it, watch the cuts. Amazing. Yeah, I bet it would be. It's one of the best storylines I've ever played in a fighting game, which is crazy. Yeah. So. Uh, that that actually turned me into a Superman fan because I always thought growing up that why is he so like why is he always good? Dude is unstoppable. Yeah. He could be the worst he could be the best villain. Because, you know, he he has higher morality than the rest of us. <laughs> right. But uh, but in in that in that storyline Injustice, it explores what I've always wanted to see the best yeah. good guy being the worst bad guy. And he was. And it was awesome. And he, and and he lived up to what everyone was afraid of. Yeah, and that's Superman doing this. And that's exactly what that storyline did, and it actually turned me into a Superman fan because you saw the difference of evil Emperor Superman and then Shining Beam of Hope. And in this movie, you only got about maybe a minute of that where Superman is turning against them. And that's why they should have taken the cue from that Injustice game and just made him the bad guy in this movie. Yeah. Made him forget who he was. Well, here's the thing. They put him in the Lazarus pit... Um, well, it's kind of like a it's it, it's like this uh, it's like a Kryptonian regenerative stuff. Okay, so <laughs> I was kind of I was comparing it to Ra's al Ghul's Lazarus. It's not, pit. it's not that Lazarus pit. No. Yeah, that's what I was comparing it to. But I guess it it's kind of so it has. But here's the thing: they told it has healing abilities and yada yada. And they were saying he might not come back as he normally would. It might not. It's be a him. Lazarus pit without being a Lazarus pit. Yeah. You know so, what I mean? Um, it's a Lazarus pit without going and venturing to Ra's al Ghul and all that. Yeah. And bringing all that shit in. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. I just, I didn't like Superman. I didn't like Clark's, in this movie, attitude. 
after he was um, back, you know, and he was back to himself, he just seemed like so, like, I'm better than everybody, you know? He's very disconnected. And I don't think that's, a, again, a Especially fault Especially with lines where they're, um, they're fighting Steppenwolf and he takes off to do something else and he comes back he goes, you're still here? You know, and I'm like, what a cheeseball line, <laughs> first of all. And secondly, you knocked him into, in this one scene, he uh, hits Steppenwolf through a wall and he lands near um, Aquaman. And so here's Aquaman and Wonder Woman trying to beat him up and Superman's off doing something else. Yeah. It's like, dude, follow through with the end of this. Because, you you know, he obviously was way... Um, you are the person who can end this yeah, right now. Yeah, and no one else can, you yeah. know. I mean, they're not strong enough. Yeah. And it's just it's just too it's too short, you know. And I think that's a Warner Brothers thing. Uh, you know, they, they were mad at how long Batman Superman was because it's three hours. Was yeah. it really? Batman oh. Superman? Yeah. It's, I have it on DVD, but I've only watched it once. Three hours. Close to it. And they, they wanted this movie to come in under under two so i think it was just under two yeah they were like you gotta cut it down to make it two we don't want a three hour like batman superman because it was because batman superman was such a critically panned thing they had so many scenes in that that didn't they didn't need Mm, no and i thought batman superman is just one of those movies that you know what we forgot when we were when i was listing the dc movies um suicide squad now i like suicide squad yeah it it okay I like Suicide Squad if you take out Jared Leto. I don't... I didn't mind him. But it's, just, it's just because I didn't see enough of his Joker to really make a good... Uh, or, or, like, really formulate a great opinion on it. Because he's not in the film enough, and he doesn't do enough for me to say, this is a... Break it down. Like, this is how he played him. Yeah, I don't know, because you he's know, in the movie for five minutes. And, and here's the other thing. It's But here's... My problem with it, yes, he's in for five minutes. You don't really get a good sense of where he's coming from. So all these changes that they made to him physically, yeah, you know, the teeth and, and the and the wife beater that he always wore, and very thuggish, very gangster. Yeah. So then I'm like, why did they do all that? And then, like you said, we don't get any character building. Yeah. Just all we get is looks, and we're like, well, that look, that's ridiculous. Well, and that's the biggest mis- misstep in that movie is uh, you need to make Joker the villain. You need to make him the mastermind of all this is why it's happening. Yeah, but he's not really included in in the Suicide Squad to begin with. No, but uh, I'm so he, I didn't think he needed to be in the movie at all. When they first set out to make the movie, that's actually how it was. He was the villain. Oh, so, and then the movie got recut, reshot, recut, reshot, recut, reshot. He was actually just cut out of the film, and Jared Leto was very outspoken and said, "This is bullshit. I shot like like two hours of plus like movie time footage like." Like, this movie was supposed to have me in it and me be the main antagonist. And we didn't get that. And we didn't get that. He was supposed to be the focal point on why this was all going on and what was happening. So he was actually supposed to be the big bad. And they cut him out completely and and replaced all of it. So I feel bad for him because I don't think he got the right... um, the right way out. You know, I just just don't think... I think they did him dirty. Yeah. And he felt that way. He felt totally just gibbed by them because they really wanted the focus to be on harley quinn and that's fine i understand it's marketability and then also i do think it might be some backdoor politics of will smith will smith is a pretty powerful actor when it comes to creative choice and he has a lot of say because he's a big money star and they had to pay him a lot i know so he probably worked it into the contract some way that hey 
I need to be the, the top billing. Like, I need to be the one. That's you know too what I mean? Bad. It is, he, but I didn't mind Will Smith in the he movie. Did I well. thought he was good. He did well. You know, for him, I'm like, oh, oh great. This is going to be filled with, you know, either his super serious stuff that he does or he's going to be the jokey guy Will from... Smith. from going to be Will Smith. Yeah. And, Agent J. Yeah. <laughs> now, Fresh Prince. Yeah. I liked Suicide Squad overall. I thought it was a good movie. I wouldn't call it a great movie. But I went with I went in with the expectation of watching a fun action flick. Yeah. And that's exactly what I got. Uh, so when I left the theater I was like, That was that was fun. It was like X Men and Deadpool and yeah. like a little bit of everything and like I don't know, I, I kinda liked the art style of it and how it was highly stylized and like when a new character showed up it would like freeze frame and do like a little like yep. you know, I really liked that. That was, I unique. That was fun. So here's the my issue with um overall as far as the DCU here. They're not cohesive, the films. Exactly. You know, you can watch Suicide Squad as a standalone film, but then if you put it in the lineup with the other films, you're like, well, that's weird. Just like Batman versus Superman is not the same as the Man of Steel. Yeah. Is that what it's called? The first yeah, one? Man of Steel. You know, it's... Um, the, they just feel too... They're, they're not from the same cinematic universe. They don't feel that way, even though, even though they're supposed to be. Right. And then um, I had heard at one point, too, and I think they would have been better at this, was that... The Green Arrow TV shows and the Flash TV show, and Supergirl and um, these, what's uh, something Heroes of tomorrow, of tomorrow. Uh, that Heroes they of were supposed to be in the Mar- or the DC movie universe as well, so that there was all canon. But that was scrapped, obviously. And I don't. I think the TV Barry Allen is better than the movie one. He's fabulous. Yeah, you know, and I don't understand why they won't let these guys be in their movies. Like no. You're missing the mark. Like yep. your TV shows yep. are what people love. They love them. You've yep. got a Flash already. It's Grant Gustin. And the, and You've the, got and it. the costume in the TV show. It's fine. It's perfect. You yeah. know. And I think for comic relief, having some of the Star Lab, um, you know, groupies that he's got, they can just th- be on the comms and, they, and make jokes from Star Labs. That would have been great. You know, same. And I, I know in this movie they didn't really want to include um, Green Arrow, but it would have been kind of cool. Hey man, bring him in. You know you've got a great Green Arrow in Stephen Amell. Uh huh. You've got these guys. That would have been a big sale for this movie. Get rid of Aquaman. Put Stephen Amell in there. Right. And then you know if you want to uh, figure out a way to bring them in, you already have that because the Heroes of Tomorrow, they jump through universes all the time. Right. Just yep. Have them jump through a universe. This is Earth. 16 whatever you yep. know what I mean yep. and then uh, you don't have to explain away any of it you just no. pseudoscience that shit apart you yeah. know and you don't need you don't have to include Supergirl but it's you know well, knowing that you it's might as the, well she's great knowing you know? that it's all in the same universe is kind of cool but it's not anymore and that when it, when I heard it wasn't I was like dang it and it, that's the biggest problem with that DC has right now is it does not work in the same universe and it won't ever. Not anymore. And they they don't have the balls to just go. All right, guys, we're just gonna scrap it and start over. We're gonna do it right. We're gonna do Batman solo movie, Superman solo movie, Aquaman solo movie, Green and whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yep. But they're just they're just beating this dead horse and they're like, make it work, make it work. You beat, know what I mean? Beat Marvel. Come yeah. On, beat out the Marvel. It's just, and they can't do it, you know, because they they want their cake and they want it now. Yeah. And they didn't wait, you know. Uh, And I think it's also a big thing with, like, uh, Marvel has a guy named Kevin Feige. Yeah. Everything that's ever been done, shot, talked about, canon, story, has all gone through one 
fucking guy. Yeah. Kevin Feige. Yeah. Goes through him. If he says no, then it's not in the film. It's yeah. not in the canon. That's what you need. It's not you in need the universe. A, you need a canon, like, I don't know what the position would be called, uh, but a guy that just... It's called being a fucking adult. <laughs> it's yeah, but ma- someone making sure that going creative director. Yeah, you can have you can have a different director in this film and a different on this film, but you know what? It's all going to come through me, and I'm going to, you know, if it does make sure it's all f- that it flows. Yeah, and if I see it, I'm going. That's too bright and flashy and silly. This is too dark. We got to come to a, a medium here, guys. And if it doesn't, well, sorry, you wasted money and you wasted everybody's time. Get the fuck out of here. There's yep. the door. You're fired. Yeah. Yep. Go make a go make Sharknado six. Yeah. I mean, we're we're not in this type of genre. We're not looking for somebody's artistic take on how they would make a movie. No. That's why we didn't hire Tim Burton. You right. Know? Um. So in this, we just want a cohesive world, right? And I get it. You can't have Scott Snyder on everything, or not Scott Snyder, but um, movie guy Zack Snyder. Zack Snyder. Yeah. yeah, I was thinking of the comic book guy. Scott Snyder, the yeah. writer. Yeah. Um, Zack Snyder. You can't have him on everything, you know. Well, and my um, biggest problem with Zack Snyder is Zack Snyder is not a good director. You don't think he's so? a no? He's a great cinematographer. Mm-hmm. It, they look good. Hiding in a in a director's chair. Like, yeah. He's and and uh, you can see it in his films. Uh, Three Hundred is an awesome movie. Right. Watchmen is actually a really good movie. Silly script. I mean, it's just yeah, but it's based on some really dated, a really dated book. And I would, yeah. I, I will fight anybody tooth and nail. Watchmen is definitely not a uh, one of the best graphic novels of all time. It is definitely not. No. It's it's good. But it's it's, it, it's a good social commentary on what Alan Moore thought was important at that yeah, time. Yeah, absolutely. It's good people trying to do good things in terrible times. I get it. Yeah. And it's an alternate timeline. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. What, you know? Was Nixon on his fourth term or something yeah, in that movie? Yeah, something like that. Yes. I think second term. Oh. Second term. Oh, okay. Something like that. But Watchmen's a good movie. Um, and I actually like his directorial choice to change the ending with not the squid monster. It's stupid. And he made he made Dr. Manhattan the villain in the end, which works out perfect and for the film. And it makes sense of the Watchmen. But those movies work because... Scott, uh, Scott Snyder, Zack Snyder, yeah, had the book sitting in front of him, yeah, and he goes, okay, today we're gonna shoot pages one through thirty. This, 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 and this needs to be on screen. Right. You characters need to say this, 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 and this. It's all in the book right here. Yeah. We're just gonna shoot it. That's exactly what happened with yep. Watchmen and Three Hundred. Yeah. Yep. It's shot for shot, frame for frame, word for word. It's really close. Book to movie transition. It's really close. With a little, you know, filler stuff here and there. Yep. But those that's the reason why people praise him is because he's made two really good movies off of two great source materials. Yeah. But he had them sitting there. If he ever needed a question, he would just go to his book yeah. and go, okay, there, that's script. what I need to shoot. I think that's you could do that with so many movies that comic books are their source material, but they don't. They don't take... You know, Spider-Man: Homecoming for one. Yeah. There's a homecoming storyline in Spider-Man. Go to that book. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Just make a literal translation. That's it. Yeah. You know, just copy it, and that's exactly what Zack Snyder did. And everybody gave him this huge fluff, and he got a huge ego. Yeah. Over it, because 300 is a very praised film. Yeah. Uh, Watchmen. If you wanna, you know, you know, finagle it. There's definitely haters on one side. I'm of. I'm a lover of the Watchmen movie. I think it's a good movie. But again, uh, it's literal translation. And then when you let Zack Snyder onto his own devices, yeah. you get Batman versus Superman. Yep. Awful. Yep. Because he has no direction. 
He has no, he his mind is all over the fucking place, and it shows in the film. Yeah, it does. It's all over everywhere yeah. because he doesn't have a book going. Okay, these are the things I need to put on screen, right here. Yep. You know, in Batman vs Superman, my biggest complaint was that um, Clark went from absolutely hating Batman until they realized that they both, or maybe it was the opposite way. But they both, they're both their moms had the same name. Oh, Jesus. Right? And then all of a sudden, they're friends. That was and, so dumb. And then, okay, but we saw it again in I, Justice League. Again, I, where Clark goes from annihilating Batman, leaves him, you know, broken on the sidewalk. And the next time you see each other, they're like, what's up, bro? And yeah, what's up, man? And Batman's smiling as he sees Superman in the action, you know? Yeah. And it's like, this is not realistic I, I I face palmed when when it was like Martha why'd you say that name I yep. was like no yep. this cannot be the reason they stopped fighting yep. this, I is the same can, t- this cannot be yep. the reason yeah I'm like are you fucking kidding me yep I thought so too I that was, was like, so dumb and yeah. and there was people trying to defend it like it was genius and I'm like fuck you it was not genius I'm like are you kidding me you are one of the here's the thing it, it would have been a cool talking point like um for them to strengthen their bond, but not to start a friendship. No. You know, from from enemies where they're not... The, they're beating the crap out of each other, yeah. right? And He's about and to literally kill him. Kill He's Bruce, about to yeah. stab him in the chest with a kryptonite fucking spear. Right. And you utter the word Martha, and he's like... Bleh. Starts bawling. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, what the fuck? Oh, okay. So, yeah, and it's just like, things don't happen that way in real life. And, and even so, just in movies, it doesn't work that way. Like, come on, man. The, the suspension of disbelief has been so far stretched. It's angel pasta thin. Like, my God. Yeah. Yeah, and then... Yeah, that that movie was bad for, oh, we're supposed to believe this? I'm like, no, this is just like high I'm school play acting so here. So out of it, yeah. And then, um, I guess getting back to Justice League, I think another big misstep in the film is um, you need to flip the the you need to flip the beginning and the end of the film. Okay. Flip them. So uh, remember in the beginning of the movie, they have that really cool like montage scene with the Amazons. Yep. The Green Lantern shows up. Yep. And they're all fighting Steppenwolf. Yeah. yeah, that was weird having Green Lanterns in there. A number of lanterns because one died and then the ring took off, which was cool. It's a fun Easter egg. Yeah. But why start with that? You yeah. need to finish with that. And then what you do is Batman gets everybody together. He drops them all off. Hey, guys, go fight Steppenwolf. I got stuff to do. Yep. Boom, zips away. And they're like, whoa, what the fuck? <laughs> yep. You know what I mean? Yeah. Where's he going? And then right as your climax of the film, you know, everybody's fighting. Steppenwolf gets the upper hand. And then all of a sudden, like out of nowhere, Batman comes flying in. The Amazons come riding in. A Green Lantern's flying with Batman yep. to take on Steppenwolf and the rest of his parademons. Yep. And you have this huge battle. Battle. And it's that's your climax Lord of the, of the Rings. film. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Boom. That's your climax. That's yeah. what did what was Batman doing? He was gathering forces. He was getting a fucking army. Yep. And you guys were the distraction. Yep. That's a Batman move. Yeah. Like that's how that movie should have ended. So the beginning, you you wasted it. You wasted that whole scene. Yeah. It's garbage. And then you what you do is you take that, flip it to the end. Yeah. Done. Here's my other part that I didn't quite believe. Like. Okay, so Diana knew that trouble was coming, you know, which is that's believable how she knew yeah. that something was coming. How Bruce knew because he 
caught one of those um, bug guys while he was on patrol. That scene. That was, was dumb. That scene was stupid. Yes. Like it was. I'm like, what are we watching? This is dumb, dumb action here. Well, and who the hell was that guy on the roof? Because uh, yeah, who the hell was he? Because he started matter. shooting at Batman. Yep. Like like Batman was this big big bad enemy. Yep. Just cracking bullets at him. Yep. And then all of a sudden, after the demon showed up. Him yep, and Batman were friends. And that guy's gone, right? Well, him and Batman were just, like, chumming it up. Like, yeah. hey, what's up? You know what I mean? Like, he's like, what was that? Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. And then Batman just flutters off. Yep, like, this he guy just, had... He just leaves him. Yeah, this guy didn't shoot a fucking gun at him. Like, you know what I mean? That, that then, was very strange. Who is he? Yeah. And that guy, he didn't have a role again later. No. So his point in coming out the window could have been better not firing, because he could have been distracting Batman, and that's when that bug guy... Got the upper hand on him. Yeah, but you I just—I don't understand. Was he a criminal? Is he a—is he a named character? He doesn't even have a name. I yeah. Obviously, is he a mob guy? I think we're supposed to think of him as some kind of criminal that Batman's after. And when he came out the window, that guy knew his time was up. And we're just supposed to pick out all that. I guess from that. I I don't know what else reason would there be to have him. There isn't one. He's straight. His we name needed, is Exposition Larry. You know they what I needed mean? Like, to show that Batman was on patrol that he was that he was out do, doing Batman stuff the dude was sheer exposition fodder like he was just there to basically tell the audience what was going on oh there's demons you know what I mean like come yep. on yep. what the fuck and yep. then that whole like buzz like or like the noise thing yep the siren that was worthless too yeah that made no sense okay so then my point is what I was trying to bring up is so this that bug guy being in a Bruce is like all of a sudden jumps to the clue. he's a scout. There's more coming. It's like how did you know that? I don't. What if know. that guy is the thing? You know, him yeah. just knowing it's a scout. You know, he there's more. And it's like yeah. What? what are you talking about, man? Yeah. How would you know that? And, yeah. Exactly. But Diana, her people have dealt with it before. Yeah, they fought them before. Yeah. So she knows what this means. And that's what where we needed to need, needed to have some Batman detective work. Yeah. He should have caught it, and then brought it to Diana. We should have seen more. Batcave, Batman, front of the computer, doing his thing, trying to figure being, it out. Being the best detective in the world like he is. Yep. Come on. You know, like, uh, he should have got it. Even if it did explode, sure, whatever. But he, he needs to take those samples to Diana because he knows who she is. Yeah. He knows. He's Batman. Yep. So he should have brought to her. That's the way to bring her in the film. And then they can bring in Barry later because Batman, of course, knows who Barry Allen is. And then that way he can he can bring in some another scientific mind. Yep. You know, and then um, you know we haven't really talked about it, but Cyborg, did you like him in the movie? Yeah. I thought he was okay. Yeah. Uh, I didn't I didn't I didn't mind him. I didn't I didn't love him. I didn't hate him. But I thought he was a little bit uh, lost in the background. Yeah. Because how long have, how how long have we been doing this show right now? Uh, forty five minutes. Okay, we've been talking for forty five minutes, and not once have we mentioned Cyborg. Yeah. That's well, because he's in my head. He's always been a B character. But that's, um, this even is... during the reign of the Superman, when Superman was killed, yeah. right in the comic books, he was nobody. But that—that's a problem with this film. Is—is is if you're trying to start a, a team yeah. and you're trying to make these characters marketable, yep. you need to give people a reason to talk about him. And we spent 45 minutes talking about this movie and not mentioned his name once until now. Yeah, that's that's true. a problem. Yeah, that's he, a failure. He had some cool um, abilities, you know, his, you know, his tech being. Um, self-aware it's pretty yeah. cool and, yeah, it, and it's taking it. over instead of his brain you know yeah I, I loved it but again you didn't give him enough stuff to do and enough memorable moments for 
us as comic book fans, as film fans, to even worth mentioning him in our 45-minute review that we've been doing. Yeah, like, his, that's whole, the his whole purpose of everything where there was something, uh, some piece of technology... It was the, his part of it was to just touch it, yeah, and or put his hands in it or something and, or talk to it, and then that's all we got out of him. He wasn't, uh, yep. So he just, yeah, big huge misstep. I think. I would have liked to seen his backstory more because I think yeah. it was unclear about what his father did, what the experiment was that. Well, um, you don't start. You don't. Uh, and why he would use his son as <laughs> yeah, as geez. just well, actually, I do know the the. This, he was hurt, right? He was yeah. in hurt. So then the dad took it upon himself to use this uh, tech from one of these mother cubes. Right? And that's that's where you could have begun your you began your movie or begun your movie. Yeah. Um, you showing that. Of, well, the beginning of the movie is we're at a high school football game. Yeah. Cyborg's there, or you don't even call it. You know, you mention his name. Yep. He goes, runs onto the field, going to catch the game-winning pass, gets his spine fucking broken. You yep. know what I mean? Yeah. And he's vegetable. You know what I mean? And his dad is there at the high school or whatever, like, oh god. Yeah. And then, then, that, and then you do a hospital montage, a healing yeah. montage. Uh, it's his dad doing tests and not being able, and then finally him looking at the mother box, being like, maybe. Yeah. And then that's where, you but know, instead, but that gives like, you heart and feeling, and you care for it. Yeah. In this movie, he's already dead. He's already gone. And then boom, he's just back. You know. Yes. That's another problem and, with DC films. And then we, uh, I think, casual viewers that like the TV shows. Um, they're gonna pick up on Star Labs. I know that, you know. Um, and I think <laughs> There's a lot of name drops. I think that would have been, you know, the dad works at Star Labs. Um, let's let's maybe capitalize on that a little more. Absolutely. I don't know, you know, to build some, again, world building, you know. Yes. To make it seem like it all exists in the same realm. Right. Because it, it, even now when they're trying so hard, it just doesn't, and they're trying too hard. You know, uh-huh. it's it's almost like they're. The actors looking at the camera, you know, it's like yes. so product placement. You like, yes, Coca Cola. You know, like, uh, especially Star the Star Labs. Here's the thing, especially the scenes they linger on Wonder Woman's ass for <laughs> probably a good two beats per too long in two different scenes. Doesn't you know? bother me. No, me either. But I'm just saying, <laughs> this isn't this isn't deep filmmaking <laughs> no. here. They're like, come on, man. Yeah. yeah. No, I hear you. And then. Uh, and it wasn't even a scene where, like, Bruce was looking at it or anything. It was just they were walking in the camera. Literally, I, I almost imagine this cameraman just kind of forgetting when he was at work and just starts looking at her ass. And then it, and then they kept it in the film. There's a reason that she's center focus in all the Justice League posters. She's yep. the marketability. She's the good one. She's the one that has the triumphant movie. So, yeah, she's head of marketing. You we, know what I mean? We, we, when my wife and I watched it, we almost thought it was a different actress. I thought she looked at the beginning of the movie. Well, I, uh, uh, she was pregnant during the filming of this. Okay. So she actually had to wear... There's a lot of scenes with her wearing some bulky clothing. Uh, no, it was more in her face. I was just like, at the beginning of this movie... She was pregnant, though, so okay. there was a lot of reshoots with okay. her, and they had to work around her being pregnant. Sure. So there might have been some to- points where she was full-on pregnant and yep. had facial yep. changes. You know yep. what I mean? Because yep. body goes through crazy stuff for pregnancy. So that was another uh, hurdle they had to jump at this film because mm. she was pregnant during the whole filmmaking. Yeah. So, yeah, they had to figure that out. Yeah. So that's probably why you thought that. Yeah, I just was like... And at first, too, you know that film uh, footage of Superman at the beginning of the movie where the kid is give, you know questioning him, you know? Uh, I didn't think that looked like Henry Cavill either. 
Uh, did you hear about this? No. Okay. So, Henry had to go and do Mission Impossible 6. All right. But for Mission Impossible 6, he grew a mustache. Okay. Couldn't shave it to come back and do reshoots because he's actively filming. Okay. So they did the reshoots and then CG'd his mustache out. That's why it looks so weird. That does look weird on that Doesn't part. It? On that. Now that you know, it's that, unseeable. You can't forget it. You can't but, unsee it. No, I gotta watch it again. Now. Look at his upper lip. It look, he looks like a fucking Sims character. Yeah, I was just like, oh, I guess they're not using Henry anymore. No, it's and him. Then, and then in the next scene that we saw him, I'm like, it is him. I'm like, it's him. But you can totally tell the scenes where they CG'd his mustache out. Yeah. And it's weird. Yeah. He yeah, looks yeah, yeah. weird. Yeah, it's almost like it's almost like they used the, a too bright of a skin tone yeah. right across it. It's weird. Um, and that's why that film footage in the beginning is is they tried did, to they tried to cover it up with grainy. Yep. You know, but it doesn't but work. why okay, what was that what was that scene even good for? Nothing. Right. I'm just going we're stupid. You know, because it cuts out like right as he's about to answer mm-hmm. the kid's question and then it cuts out. But it didn't come back to that later in the movie? I think, I think that was Joss Whedon's, like, try. You know, when I, earlier when we were talking about ha- adding, like, a text exposition on the world that we're walking into? Yeah. I think that was his way of trying to get the audience in a mindset of Superman's gone, a lot of hope is gone. Because after that, you come with Zack Snyder's montage of crime. Yeah. You know, and, and that's... It's a beautiful montage. Yeah. But that's classic Zack Snyder, awesome cinematography, terrible director. True. Um, and then you know who else? The first time we saw Batman or Bruce was in the Batman costume. And, um, oh God, what the hell's his name? I hate him so much. Ben Affleck. No, I don't hate him. <laughs> How dare you? I don't hate him. But, okay, but he was chubby. And so it was almost like his chin and his cheeks were just going to explode out of the mask. Of and oh. I was like, and to the point where I'm like, Peggy, I don't think that's Ben Affleck. You know, and she, and she was like... I don't know. And then when we saw him, I'm like, yep, guess it is. <laughs> he just chubby Ben Affleck. Yeah. That suit doesn't do him any favors. No, that's a bad suit. It's just, you know what? In this yeah. movie, I think he played a better Bruce Wayne than he did in the last one. I think he could be a, a badass Batman. It's yep. just, yeah, he just, again. It took me a little while to like him as Batman Bruce Wayne, and I do like him a lot, except, okay, for one, the suit is probably one of the worst out of all the Batman movies. That have, it's rough. Okay. Val Kilmer's was better. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, and that's, again, um, again, a misstep by Zack Snyder. Is yeah. He, like, I've seen him in interviews saying, I want this suit to look, like, grizzled. I want it to look like he's patched it, and it's been through battle, and it's been through... I don't think it looks like that, it's though. Been through, uh, it's been through all the years, sure. you know, with him. So it's, it's this suit... It's been through battles with the Joker, battles with this, you know, person. Well, Batman doesn't have just one suit, you know. Right, and that's a problem because you're setting it up that way, but you're not telling your audience that, you know what I mean? No. At the beginning of the film or any of the films. Yeah. So he's trying to set up this Batman that's been at this for years. Yeah. But it doesn't fucking work. It doesn't feel that way. You, you can't just you can't just shove this shit in people's face, you know? No. It, the movie doesn't feel like it's... The whole thing has a feel like this is new for everybody, yeah. and 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 I know they they allude to that Bruce has been at this for twenty years, but it doesn't they allude have... to it? But that's a Joss Whedon thing. He had to cut it. He had he jumped in there and was like, "We got to say something about this, so that people can kind of figure it out." Yeah, because if you... Zach didn't oh. b- bring a thing up. 
I, I, I'd bet all the money in my bank account right now. There's no way Zack Snyder was like, I got a scene that explains it all. Like, yeah. No way. He just assumes people just know. You know what I yeah. mean? Um, but yeah. And then um, with that, though, uh, I'll quote my buddy. He had a great quote where he's like, all this stuff, you know, all this, like, artistic expression and all that, and, like, trying to jam this Justice League in people's face. It's just, it's like, he's like, I, I equate it to having a dick. It's like, you got a dick. That's cool. I'm happy you use it. But if you put it in my face, we're going to have a problem. Like, and that's yeah. where you have a problem. Because right. you're shoving it in people's faces. You're shoving Justice League in people's faces. You're shoving this this uh, artistic expression and this, uh, this uh, built world with no exposition and no clarity and no backstory in people's faces. And you're just expecting them to take it. It doesn't work. No. And I just... God, there had to have been a better storyline to see how they came together. You know, um, first of all, Batman looking to make a team, Doesn't, it, it, that was far-fetched no. for me. I'm like, what? No. And then secondly... Um, he would have uh, con- tried to do something, but a, conjun- a contingency plan by himself. Yeah. And if once it didn't work, yeah. and he realized that he needed to work with a team... Okay. Batman's the standoffish one that doesn't want to be part of a fucking team, and he's he's always the one that's bucking at what they want to do. And so him being the one that's like, we got to get this set up. You go talk to the cyborg guy. I'll go get Flash. Whatever. You know. Yeah. What do you think of that scene where he threw the uh, bat? Um, um, the battering. Yeah, the battering. I thought it. that was cool. Yeah, I, I thought think it, it was cool. cool. Yeah, because he, you know, Barry looked at it. And yeah. I was not expecting him to grab it. I, yeah. I thought he was going to just let it go in the wall. But instead he went, boop, bing, boop. Yeah. And then brought it right back. I thought that was cool. You know, that's a great moment for both characters. And he goes, you're the Batman. <laughs> I thought that was great. Yeah. And I think, that, you know, that's where this pro- the movie has so many problems. Is you, You've got great moments. Yeah. But they're so, like, the window of light, yeah. you know, you can see. See, that was a great way to tell him, to tell Barry... Hey, that I'm Batman. Yeah, I know who you are, but I'm going to tell you who I am. And it puts him through a test, like, you know. Yeah, right, right, right. See if your powers actually work. Well, he he knew they did, and so, I don't know. I think it's, it well, he a, didn't know that he was fast. He it didn't was know a what, great way to out him yeah. without talking, like, hey, show me what you can do. Yeah. Yeah. Yep, a lot of unnecessary dialogue there. And, and it was a way to build trust, too. Like, you can trust me because now you know who I am. Yeah, exactly. I'm giving you my, one of my biggest secrets. Yeah. So, Although, yep. I feel like way too many people know he's Batman. A lot. You, you know what I mean? In in every other Batman story ever, I mean, it's a closely kept secret. Yes. And in this movie, it's like, first of all, they're calling him Bruce in his suit. Yeah. You know? They're, <laughs> and like, what the fuck? I do like... Don't call the, me by my first name. No. I'm not Bruce. I'm Batman. A Batman. And I, if you say Martha, I might break down in tears. Don't, don't say my mom's name. Don't say it. Okay. I'm busy. All right, I'm out of here. Martha. Ah! Oh, my God. <laughs> I need some alone time. <laughs> Where's my cozy blankie? I... <laughs> Somebody give me a teddy bear. Where's my damn cape? Some more warm milk. I did like... Batman needs sleepy. I like the joke still that he doesn't have any superpowers. Yeah. Because, um, first of all, um, Barry asked him that... What's your power? And he goes, I'm rich. I'm rich. Yeah. But unfortunately, that is a... That's now, true. That's a true. Now a parody of, of Marvel, because, yeah. you know... Tony uh, Stark. Tony Stark said it already, and Cap said, you know, take yep. off the suit, what are you? Oh, yep. Billionaire, playboy, philanthropist. You yep. know what I mean? So it's it's already been done. You know what I mean? So you, yep. can't, you can't retread that ground. And unfortunately, 
they tried, and it, I think that one fell flat for me. Did it when he said that? Just because and it's then, already it's already then, been done. It's Iron Man. You later, I mean? later on, then um, it's funny, but it's not like one of them made a joke that smart Batman doesn't have any powers. You know? Yeah. Uh, one thing I didn't know is Aquaman has super strength. Yeah, he's got super strength. I didn't know that because yeah. I hate Aquaman. <laughs> <laughs> I think he's the dumbest DC character. Oh, there's um, there's worse ones. I don't know. I think they would have been better off doing a more um, comic book true Aquaman, right? He needed to be regal. Yeah. You know? He yeah. needed to bring some regency to the group. Yeah, he you needed know, to feel king-like, not yeah. not this grizzled Wonder Woman guy. does that because she's princess, you know, she's, yeah. a, she's yeah. you know, this uh, Amazonian. Yeah, but, but Arthur is king of the sea. Exactly. You Arthur know? Curry, king of the ocean, you know what yeah. I mean? He needed to bring some regalness and some, uh, some of that classic, like... Uh, British, you know, he needed. I think he yep. should have had a British uh, accent. You Speaking know. of Brits, what do you think of the butler? What do you think of Alfred? I've I love it. Jeremy Irons. Yeah, I do. I, I like Jeremy Jer- Irons, but as Alfred in both these movies, Jeremy Irons can do no wrong for me. I yeah. think he's great. Yeah, I think he's awesome. I I love I love him as Alfred. Do I you? love him. I just love Jeremy Irons. I I think he could do no wrong. True. I put him on. He a, did a good job. I'm not saying he yeah. didn't. But he was wearing like a military coat a lot, like a green. I'm just like, this is not the refined butler that <laughs> that we all know. Yeah, he's definitely not like Alfred. Alfred. Yeah. Uh, but I like him. He brings he brings a lot of class to the to the cast. Okay, the guy who played J. Jonah Jameson, yeah. being Commissioner Gordon, Commissioner Gordon, is weird. It's just wasted. It's just I understand it. Like he he's a good he's a good actor. Um, but who is Commissioner Gordon in the Batman Superman movie? Him? I don't remember. This is the first one he's been in. Okay. They've never done Commissioner Gordon before. Okay. Now, I like him in a lot of stuff. Yeah. Uh, he's good. But it's just, it's a waste, it's just a cameo. You know, mm-hmm. it's just like, he's there for like five seconds. My favorite Commissioner Gordon, though, is definitely in Christopher Nolan's movies. Oh, Gary Oldman, for yeah, sure. Yeah, because Gary Oldman Man, is such a good actor. It's tough to beat Gary Oldman in anything. Yeah. Gary Oldman just he can out he can outplay you at yep. your own game that you designed like yep. you know what I mean, just he's that good yeah at acting. You know what I was mad about in the Tim Burton Batman is that they didn't use, um, Elf or um, Commissioner Gordon enough. They had him a little bit at the beginning, you know. Yeah, the kind of a bigger fat guy that had a attitude problem, but he, I don't know. He didn't work with Batman enough in it. You know the what Tim I mean? The Tim Burton vision is just... It is different. It's its Tim Burton Batman. It, it's its over-stylized and it's... Batman and it's, Returns was way over-stylized. It was, you know, I, like, I like both films. Yeah. I, I do t- totally zone out when Batman's straight up murdering people, though. It's just... I just lose it when Batman's murdering people. What, what part was that? Oh, he drives through that factory and blows the fuck out of it and kills like two hundred guard, two hundred henchmen. Like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He's yeah, driving yeah. the Batmo- Batmobile the- through an exploding factory and all these dudes are just dying. What? No, it was a remote control. He didn't actually. Yeah, right. And then, uh, and then in Batman Returns, boop, boop. in Batman Returns, that guy's got that ticking bomb and he just throws him into a sewer grate and then, boof, that yeah. dude's dead. Like, yeah, you know it's what I mean. Not, it's not Batman's very... straight up murdering fools. Yeah, and yeah, 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 yeah. Especially in Batman Superman too, he's totally murdering. Yeah, right. Uh, uh, just uh, people. Just yeah, in general. Yeah, now that you say that, I'm like, murder fest. Yeah, that scene though. 
in the factory where the Batmobile drops that little bomb right off of its uh, wheel. It's pretty cool. It's cool, but he's blowing dudes up. Like, that's not Batman, homie. Like, yeah. he doesn't do that. But it's but that scene of the Batmobile driving out of that, like yeah, first yeah, of all, yeah, yeah. we're seeing it as it's happening, and then yeah, from yeah. the front too. And I I, I like completely the Tim different movies. Movie. I like <laughs> the Tim Burton movies, but I can uh, appreciate them for the um, for the time. They're you know? it's an artistic piece. Yeah. Both of them are. It is, and it's it, it's different. You know, and we're not being hypocrites here because earlier we talked about screw the artistic stuff with Zack yeah. Snyder. Right, right, right. But we're saying that because his doesn't make any fucking sense. And the Tim diff- Burton's does, and he also has a long career that he set up this kind of weird yeah. style that he has. Yeah, and, and the also the difference is he makes that it work in his Batman. His Batman was never initially intended to be a franchise. Yeah, it was just a, supposed to be a standalone movie, movie that they made sequels of. Yeah. Okay. The difference is when they set out with the Superman Man of Steel movie, they knew that this was going to be a package because. That's what they're going to do. They're setting up for the Batman movie, for the Wonder Woman. You know, this that was a universe launching movie, and it was a bad one. Like you can't just yeah. launch a universe out of that. Yeah, um, Every, that's what everybody wants now. Is they want to launch a universe. It's yeah, just, Iron no. Man One was the best movie to launch that. Yeah, whole thing. I mean, wow, knocked it way out of the park. Yeah, just, that's still one of the best Marvel movies. It's on my top five. Superior list sure. acting, um, plot was good. Story. Yeah, it was gripping. I mean, you're just like, oh my god, they killed Robert Downey Jr. like right at the beginning. Yeah, right when it explodes and like. Well, and and you know, at that until that point, you just you'd never seen a comic book movie treated with that much like respect. No. And it was just. And it was Iron Man too. Like Iron Man popularity in the comic world had dropped way off. At that oh, point, he was nobody, nobody nobody cared. Nobody, nobody wanted Iron to touch Iron Man. And so that yeah, they brought him back. And I think they're planning with the DC execs want to do is bring that. Same level of stardom to guys like Aquaman and and um, the Flash. It's a just bit. not going to happen. It's not going to happen. Cyborg, same thing. And uh, I feel you know we'll we'll wrap up here on my last thought of how they can fix it. Yeah. And, and also, uh, not just how they can fix it, but also predicting exactly what they're going to do to try and fix it. But how you can fix it, if you ask me, is scrap it all. Just scrap it. Just get rid of it. I'm sorry. Just be like, guys, we made our money on these. You know, let's just move forward. You know, we got our great Wonder Woman. Let's move her forward with her. Sorry, Ben. I know you're you're out. Yep. Go ahead. Go do something else. Henry, if you want to stay on, we'll keep you. But I think we need to move on. Yeah. You know, Flash, sorry. See you later. Aquaman, let's see how your solo movie does. Maybe we'll move on with you. <laughs> you know, just get rid of it. Go yeah. away. Uh-huh. But continue on in that same canon? Uh, you just got to figure out a way to continuity wipe it. Yeah. And that's what brings me to what they're going to do. And what they're going to do and what they've already announced that they're going to do for the Flash solo movie is Flashpoint. A Flashpoint for you guys yep. who don't aren't familiar with that. Tyler is, of course. But for all you listeners out there who are not Great familiar. Great It's one of the best Flash storylines where he goes back and tries to change reality. And he changes. He tries to save his mother. And like yeah. Change. They they did it in in the TV show. Yep. And they did a perfect um, job of it in the TV show. Yeah. So he goes back, tries to save his mother, and in doing so, you know, he changed time, and that skewed everything. So when he goes back to the regular time, everything's different. Some people have been at their superhero gigs for a long time. Some people have just starting. Like Batman was just starting out. Yep. You know, and 
But it, it, it was one of those storylines that really embraced the multiverse and stuff like that. I mean, they've been doing that for years, yeah. but it was a really pivotal point for them to uh, bring in um, Earth 2 and Earth 1 and all this other yeah, stuff. Yeah. So where DC's going and I, where I see them, this is me predicting what they're going to do when they finally figure it out. But they've already announced it's going to be Flashpoint. In that movie, they're going to sh- tear it all down. Yeah. And they're going to restart from there. So... As a DC fan, um, if you're going to see these films, be prepared because that is going to be the relaunch within their own universe. And I think that's a good idea because it's a great idea because that's a way to that's a way to help um, fix a mistake. Because if they scrap their movies now and restarted, you know, and to try and do it right, like you said. Um, they're going to lose a lot of fan base because they're going to be like, so what? So we're not supposed to like these movies now? And yet we just, you want us to just like these? Uh, it doesn't work like that in fans' minds. They're just. I hear you, but you just need to. If I were them, I'd just scrap all that stuff. I'd get Gal Gadot, the, I'd get Gal Gadot back. And then I, I would just, I'd start over fresh. Yeah. And I would, I would just say, you know, we're going to get a guy. That we can run everything through. We're gonna write this plan out. I want I want to start at point A and I want to end at point Z, and then we're gonna build to it just like Marvel did. We gotta take the time to to do this, or we're never gonna compete with them. They're losing the race because they're just like burning jet fuel the whole time, and they're, they're sputter out. You know, yeah, they're trying to right. just get it now when they need to just have a constant stream. You know, because well, they were they were you know not behind the eight ball when Marvel was doing their thing. You know, yeah, and it. This is it's ex- they're doing exactly what I'm what I'm trying to do like or saying that they should do to fix it. Yeah, they're gonna do it in Flashpoint. They're just gonna rewrite all of it and go. Okay, you know, keep the good stuff we want. Gal Gadot safe. Flash maybe. Yeah. Superman maybe. Aquaman sure because we can capture ticket lady tickets. You know, we'll keep the stuff we want. Yeah. Wipe the stuff we don't. Flashpoint. It's all new. I think they can keep everybody. Um, but they don't want to. But it being all new. They don't want to. They don't want to keep everybody, and uh, not all the actors want to stay. Ben Affleck desperately wants out. Yeah, he was. He's not happy with. He hates it. Yeah. And you know, and it's not. It's not his fault. Like everybody blames him and say he's bad. You guys are not looking at the big picture here. He's. He knew what Batman could be. Yeah. And he wanted to write, direct, and star. Yeah. Should have let him. Didn't get the writing. Didn't get directing. Starring. And he was asked to do stupid fucking shit. I don't even know if you could call it starring in this movie. No, not at all. He took a total back seat, and you know DC totally just backslapped Ben Affleck in the face, yeah. an Academy Award winner yeah. for directing and, and writing. Yeah, his own films, and you're not gonna let him write and direct a Batman movie? Exactly. Fuck you. Exactly. Are you kidding me? You know, the dude has a golden statue on his fucking mantle for writing and directing. His own films that he starred in. Right. I mean, uh, if you look at he, the aesthetic of Goodwill Hunting, can you imagine? Okay, the the look and feel of that very dramatic film, very emotional, right? Can you imagine that was a Batman movie? Yeah. Right. I mean, it would be great. Absolute no faith. Like, how do you not have faith in an Academy Award winning guy? And not for acting. He didn't win. A, you know, people can say, oh, he has an Academy Award. It's not for acting, guys. And it's for writing mm-hmm. and directing yeah i'm sorry but if i'm asking anybody to write and direct it's the dude who has a fucking academy award you know what i mean yeah if i want to be taught how to run fast i'm gonna go talk to usain bolt you know i'm yep. not gonna talk to some random trainer from lincoln high school you know yeah <laughs> it's because i'm gonna talk yeah. to the best right 
I'm going to talk to the guy who knows what's going on. Award winner. It's because, you know, he's not what's hot right now. Oh. You know, what's hot in superhero uh, movies is... Universes. Yeah. Cinematic universes is hot. And I get that, but I think, for me, and, you know, you know me, I'm such a continuity freak. It's got to yeah. make sense. And so... Um, I think they should have had the same writer across the board. I don't care if that if you only have one writer and one director and one everything, and if it's the same team making all of them, let it take a decade to make. Yeah, that's cool. You'll get at your least money. we have the uh, cohesiveness. You know, yeah. you will get your money. You yeah. know, and you will get your fans. But you got to do it right. You can't just right. treat all this stuff like, all right, we need to break even. You know what I mean? Like, yeah fuck breaking even let's make bank and let's build a universe like marvel did like you know what i mean they need to bring some people in who know what the fuck they're doing yeah and it's just a bunch of dudes just trying to scramble to make you know what's great about you know yes they always had on their mind from the beginning marvel to get to the avengers that was where they wanted to get to um but to get there they had to show where these characters came from and they didn't skimp on those they they didn't just go yep here's iron man he's in the avengers um they their two Iron Man movies came out before the Avengers. The third one came out later. Um, same thing with the other characters. Captain America, those were great films. And DC is, like, not doing that. Like, we've been talking about this whole time. Yeah. They just So it's, it, it's just cheesy. Here's, here's what it boils all down to in terms of Marvel and why it works. is because no character in the Marvel Universe is unimportant. No. Everybody has a place. Everybody has a skill. Everybody has a... Everybody has uh, a different thing to bring to the team. Everybody has a different thing to bring to the cinematic universe, and it all works. Yeah. It all works because it's all been planned out and it's all been, uh, you know, thought about meticulously. Yeah. To a T. And that's where Marvel is just killing it. Yeah. And DC is just like, catch up, guys. Let's Bleh. catch up. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yep. whatever. So, yeah, expect it. I'm predicting it now. Flashpoint, when they do it. It's going to be a, re- a reboot within their own universe, and they're going to start fresh. They're going to keep what they like, so they'll keep Wonder Woman. They'll probably keep Aquaman. So you've heard that they're doing Flashpoint? Yeah, they've confirmed. That's what they want to do so with the Flash movie. Yeah. So that's your opportunity to change it, rewrite it all. See you later, Ben. Thanks for what you did, but yep. we're going to get somebody new because Flashpoint, new Batman. Flashpoint, new Superman. Flashpoint, whatever. You know what I yeah. mean? They can bring in all these other people, and they have an excuse for it. Flashpoint. And then if Ben Affleck wants to come back in, like, two films and be like, hey, Earth-1 Batman. Like, hey, the Flash brought Earth-1 Batman, too. Cool. You know what I mean? He's here. So you can still acknowledge those crappy films. Yeah. And that universe by bringing in them, you know, with uh, the, you know, with Flash. Right. You got your cameos, you know? Yeah. That would would work nice. Absolutely. I hope they do it. (sighs) Ah. So... Hurts my brain. Yeah, smash and grab. I am smashing this one. Yeah, as definitely. As far as I, I don't think I'll watch it again. Uh, we got, I saw we, it once and I was like, I was, I was very underwhelmed. But I, I did. I was glad I saw it. And I, I do want to see these heroes in more films. But I just want to see them in good films. You know yeah. what I mean? Just make good movies. Yeah. Get the team that did Wonder Woman. Get them together. Yeah. And you know, do their thing. But get a closed writer room. Sit down for a week, or a month, or however long it takes. And build a roadmap on what you want right. to do. You know, you know, start with a big whiteboard and and go, hey guys, this is where I want to end up with all this cool shit. 
Okay. How do we build to this? You know, like uh, how do we get there? Police investigators when they're looking at gang activity, yeah. they got w- the big honcho in the middle, and then they got like some uh, string that connects to somebody else. Yeah, exactly. And there's somebody else. That's what they need to do. They're like, okay, yes. this thing in the middle is our, is our. It's the payoff. This is our payoff. And then these outside things, like, okay, we got to make a Batman movie. How does movie, it all connect? And we have to make it good, otherwise this is not going to fit well. In exactly. And that's what Marvel's done, and 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 it's paying dividends. You know, uh, when Infinity War comes out, which I'm super excited for, uh, this is the final crowning jewel on the ten year saga that they've built. Oh wait, you know? this is it? They're done. I mean, this is it for this this group of heroes, this universe. I mean, when Thanos, the big bad, shows up, he's gonna kill some people. Like, yeah, I think Iron Man gets knocked. I think Cap gets knocked. I think uh, Vision's dead. I think Hawkeye's dead. I think. Um, some of the Guardians might get killed. I think they'll keep up most of them, but there might be some deaths. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, a lot of those guys are going to get axed. Because not only is this the the crowning jewel in the 10-year saga of this Marvel, this Marvel thing. Yeah. Weren't they going to try and incorporate Spider-Man now that they've got those rights? That's still all, in, all up in the air right now. Because yeah. they bought Fox and all that. Yeah. But Fox is still technically owns some sort of weird rights there's a lot of legalities in it. i haven't even seen that homecoming movie and but yeah i mean um you gotta think disney has been doing these characters for 10 years now it's not that they want to just get rid of them it's yeah. just you gotta think in realistic time frame these guys who have been doing these act you know chris evans who plays yeah captain america he signed on for six films wow he's done after after Avengers Part Two, like the Infinity yeah. War Part Two, yeah, he's fulfilled his six films. Has he? He no longer wants to do it. I think he's isn't he over? Because he's got he Captain got America, one. Captain America One, Cap Two, uh, Civil War, Avengers, and Avengers and Two, Avengers Two, and then he I think one of the other ones counted. Oh no, Age of Ultron. Yeah, How did we count that. That's six. That's six. There's that's all his movies, and he he's openly spoken about saying he wants to be done with it after. After he Infinity fulfills Wars. his sixth movie, yeah. So you kill him, he's dead. You know, uh, Iron Man, he's great. Robert Downey Jr. I is think he's got to be getting sick of it. I don't think he's sick of it. I think they're tired of paying him, because not only is he the highest paid out of all of the Avengers people, or you know, the, all the actors who play, yeah. But he also gets a two percent stake at the box office. Wow. Which imagine two percent of a billion dollars. Yeah. You know what I mean? You know. So you know it's crazy. Because prior to Iron Man, his career was in a toilet. Um, yeah. I mean, he, to everyone that cared, he was just a washed-up drug addict. Yep. He started to build back. You know, I think um, a lot of people have not seen this film, but I think a, a, a movie that put him back on the map and put him back into the spotlight and saying, like, wow, he can act and he's still good and maybe we should invest in him and, like, uh, was Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. Yeah. With Val Kilmer. I haven't seen it. Hilarious. I'll have to lend it to you. You will you will die laughing at that movie. It's Speaking perfect. Of, did you get uh, your comic back? Yeah, I did. I gave. Did it you to, like that? Yeah, it was very good. Interesting, right? Yeah. Um, um, off topic. We're talking yeah, about the sorry. highest the highest house. Yeah, and then we're we're getting we're getting to, to a point where we're spitballing. But yeah, uh, Disney is going to end this saga with Infinity War. It's the crowning jewel in this big epic ten year saga, mm-hmm. and then they're just going to start over. Do something else? No, they're just going to start over. Oh really? Yeah. Why not? You got an excuse to. You got you got the Infinity Stones. Rally Stone. Boom. Changed. I think they could now start up the X Men. Do it their way. They're gonna do something to start with young, fresh actors again and do this again for another ten years. You know what I mean? Yeah. This was a huge Marvel saga. Marvel Saga One. 
Marvel Saga 2. You know what I mean? Yep. And then they'll start with a new Cap, a new Iron Man, a new whoever. Well, yeah, they can use Bucky instead of... instead of um, Falcon. Yeah. He's Cap in the comic, but he took yep. over the mantle yep. at one point in the comics. Yep. Falcon can pick up the shield and yep. be like, I'm Cap now. And yeah, hey, they can do... And you can cash in on the on the, the big thing of you know Black Panther. Now you got Black Iron Man. Yeah. Or, or Black Captain America. Yeah. Um, I don't know her name, but there's a, a woman playing an Iron Man character right now in the Riri comics. Williams. Yeah, her name. You she know, goes, we could do something like that. We she's can... called Ironheart. So there you yeah. go, Ironheart. Yeah. You know, and you get young, fresh face actors who have not done anything before, and be like, "Hey, you want to be in a Marvel movie and make a million dollars for the rest of your life?" You know what I mean? <laughs> right. Uh, what 19, 18, 19 year old is going to say no? They just, I think they need to do is when they start over, is use all no name actors. I don't, I don't 100%. think they should use hundred stars. And then, and then you can just, uh, you know, comic book science it away. Just say, oh, uh, after Thanos was defeated. Uh, Doctor Strange used the reality stone to rewrite reality where Thanos no longer existed. Done. They could put that into an intro for a movie that what you yeah. just described, because yeah, that would be the way to bring it back. Would be um, and then you can Doctor Strange, and then you can boom, just start it all over. Yeah. And if you want to, you can use whatever comic uh, universes you want to start off. And I think uh, I think a good place to go would be the Ultimates universe. Yeah. Because technically, it's the same heroes, but they have alternate altered right. uh, origins yep and you could use ultimate spider-man ultimate iron man ultimate cat you know what i mean yeah. there's an the ultimate thor uh, he's got a different hammer he looks different you know the only difference is they don't have the ultimate line anymore no but you could bring it back and you could you could start selling comics that way too because you could you could right. do ultimate collections and go hey guys this is what we're basing it off this of. is where it came from yeah um they've already done it you know hey i haven't seen all of the marvel movies yet but did dr strange have an appearance in any of the other ones uh, I mean, just his standalone. That's it. And then Thor Ragnarok. Oh, he's in that. Yeah. Okay. He's there for a second, which is perfect. It's a perfect cameo. Okay. Because I think they it's should essential incorporate to the story. One. Yeah. They did a good job. Because here's the thing: Black Panther. Are we going to see him in any group movies? Uh, other than Avengers, no. And then just his own solo ones, yes. Because after, you know, don't get me wrong. I gotta um, watch that yet too. It's amazing. Uh, but don't get me wrong. This won't be the end, the end for all of this Marvel stuff. You know, yeah. Infinity War 1, Infinity War 2. Yeah. It's going to just kill off some big players. Yeah. And it's not going to advance that Marvel, that Marvel Cinematic Universe anymore. But then you're going to get the trickle-off movies building up to this next saga mm. whenever they want to start that. Sure. So you'll get your Black Panther 2. You'll get your Guardians 3. You know, you'll get whatever, you know, of those other movies because they're popular and they're good. And those characters aren't going to die. They're just going to be those trickle movies and... Mm basically are guaranteeing money and guaranteeing viewership until there's another whole saga of stuff they want to do. That's true. That's the plan. That's okay. my prediction. I'm sticking to it. Good. You heard it, you heard it here. <sighs> heard it. I can't speak First. Today. You heard Second. It. Heard it here. You heard it somewhere. You heard it here and might have heard it other places, but you heard it from me. Sweet. <laughs> Let's get back to comics next week. Yes. Unless, there's, unless you want to review another movie. Um, we we could save those, right? Save what? The movie reviews. Is there yeah. anything good coming out? <laughs> uh, I mean, on slow weeks, it's fun to do movie reviews and talk about. Like, I love cinema. I love I predicting too. that stuff. And so, um, you know, I know this is not our usual genre. We kind of steered away from superhero yeah. mainstream stuff. Uh, but I feel like when talking about a major movie, it's it's timely. It's you yep. know, it's, it's cool. pop culture. It's yeah. what we cover. You know, it's in the realm of what we cover. Sure. And um, honestly, you and I are good at it. You know, it's what we like. We know a lot about it. But yeah, exactly. I have a lot of useless information in my head. 
that uh, I get to spit off right, on this show right and be on. like, whoa, JP knew about the mustache. Wow. <laughs> I know. I'm going like to go back set. and rewatch it and be like, just watch it for that and be like, damn, <laughs> that's what it was. JP was right. He looks like a fucking Sim character. It's crazy. On that note, uh, this has been Tyler and JP for Smash and Grab Comics. Later. See ya.